This is Jim Tremaine from DJ Times Magazine. I am here in uh, New York City, and I'm reaching out to uh, the wilds of uh, Northern Ohio to connect with Gary Boss, who is the Marketing Director for Professional Products for Audio-Technica. Gary, how you doing? Doing great, actually, surprisingly. Glad to hear it. So uh, which town in Ohio am I connecting with today? Um, well, Audio-Technica is officially in Stowe, Ohio, which is in the northeast corner of the state. We're about 30 minutes from Cleveland, and I am uh, phoning you from my uh, home here in beautiful Cuyahoga Falls, which oh. no one can spell nor pronounce. So. I, believe it or not, Gary, I can. In fact, uh, Cuyahoga is one of my very favorite REM songs. Oh, well, there you have it. So I, I can pronounce it a little bit, and you will be very shocked to know that I did a little bit of research on Stowe, Ohio. Yes. And do you know who the two most famous people from Stowe, Ohio are? Well, other than myself, who are the other, who's the other one? Well, well then there, make it three. Um, okay. Well, there's uh, the, the famous football player uh, and NFL uh, uh, Super Bowl MVP, Larry Zonka. Oh, yes. Okay, I knew that. And then there is one of my all-time favorite rock and roll frontmen, uh, Lux Interior from the Cranks. Oh, yes. I, I have a couple degrees of separation being in the music scene in the 80s. So many people I played with were brothers or played in bands or knew or... Right. Yeah, he had, he had some influence around here. Yeah, Eric Perkheiser, and, and I, I had to break this out because... Oh, beautiful. They're, they're one of my all-time favorite bands. So uh, here's... a. Uh, here, here's to Stowe High School, which gave us Larry Zonka and Lux Interior. So to get, to get back to pro audio a little bit and the current situation, um, how's the crisis impacted Audio-Technica? What's the day-to-day -day like for, uh, for you guys? Well, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little like rundown because, you know, everyone had their own kind of, well, no playbook. They were making their playbook up as they went and we were uh, no exception our HR department was very much on the ball as well as our management team in uh, getting people out of the building and keeping everyone safe. So one of the interesting things is because Audio-Technica, you know, we make transducers and microphones and the things you guys know, but uh, we are considered an essential industry here in Ohio because of our communications um, items so we were able to stay open however they took all the non-essential people out of the out of the building so in a building where we had a little over a hundred people we scaled that down to 10 people so we had production department and shipping and a couple other an ancillary so um the other thing that we were able to do is um because we do make so many different products, there were some products which essentially dried up for us. So mm -hmm. a lot of the commercial audio where people were doing installations in support of schools or corporate, obviously was just done. However, things such as USB microphones, we were seeing record sales with. So having a very balanced portfolio allowed us to kind of weather this probably a little better than some or most potentially. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely top, top of mind with, uh, with Phil, who's the president of the company, was just making certain every, everyone was safe and we were adhering to guidelines. That's good to hear. And um, you mentioned what a broad range of products Audio-Technica makes. Um, before we get into too many specifics, um, 
when things are sort of normal, you, you make products for the professional market, but you also make products for the very discerning uh, consumer as well. That's, it's an interesting balance that Audio-Technica has. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it kind of sprung out of the fact that uh, we make transducers and transducers, as you may well know, is anything that converts one form of energy to another. And in our case, um, you wiggle the diaphragm on a microphone and it sends an electrical signal. You wiggle a needle or stylus on a turntable, it sends a signal or in a headphone case, you provide current and it wiggles the diaphragm and creates sound. So once we kind of have that core competency, we then spun that out from both products that were very cost effective all the way up into esoteric audiophile type products and kind of everything in between. Right. And you've always been on uh, the DJ's radar because as you mentioned, you make headphones, you make wireless systems, you make microphones, and yep. you also make some, uh, some pretty tight turntables as well. Talk a little bit about um, how you view the DJ market, the club DJ, the studio DJ, and the mobile DJ. Well, we, we come at everything from a sound quality perspective as well as intelligibility. And that, that kind of works across the whole portfolio. So in our turntable or our vinyl and analog um, products, they came from the audiophile side of our business with some patents we had on cartridge design. Mm -hmm. Our phono cartridges for the DJ are more in the um, playback of high fidelity audio rather than the scratch DJs. Right. So we kind of more um, gear our products towards people who are looking for the highest fidelity and they have the crazy big PA mm -hmm. and it sounds- Tube amps, the whole nine. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, that's kind of being led a lot from our European offices where that's a very popular style of DJ. Um, with a very high fidelity audio system. So we tend on the analog stuff to be the high fidelity offering. Um, coming from our professional audio experience, dealing with you know, national touring bands and our house of worship experience, we bring that to the uh, more event DJs with very uh, intelligible vocal microphones, right. be them wireless or wired, and then from our studio experience working with the major studios in the world, um, we take our headphone expertise and bring that to the DJs. Um, great sound quality, very durable, good bass reproduction, um, and a range of accessories that work great for DJs. So we kind of get to like lean on all these different markets we're in and culminate that into our DJ products. Yes, one of the results of this pandemic also is that a lot of people have been rediscovering their vinyl. I don't know if you can yep. see behind me, but I've got a stack of vinyl. I've got some turntables. Yep. I've been digging through my, my crates and listening to a lot of music. So, you know, that requires cartridges, that requires turntables. Um, and a lot of these DJs now are streaming and not all of them are just doing digital. They're also doing vinyl. Um, you say you've seen a bit of an uptick in, in sales. Um, it's an interesting time for Audio-Technica on that front, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, and as I said, you know, the, the biggest numbers we're seeing are what would be obviously consistent with staying at home. Um, from a business perspective, that's 
headsets or microphones for you know exactly what we're doing here, conferencing and whatnot. Um, however, a lot of people have some leisure time and getting a $1,200 kick in the wallet didn't hurt them feeling uh, maybe they could splurge on getting a mm -hmm. turntable now that they had some time to explore some vinyl. One of the interesting things is having been in the business for so long, I have a lot of industry friends and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the first things I started getting questions about. Hey, Gary, I'm working from home now and I see these, uh, the, these albums over here and my turntable I can't interface with my system. Uh, can you hook a brother up? So <laughs> that was you're, one of the You're first everybody's indicators. best friend now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> one of the first indicators and one of the nice things about most of our turntables um, is they have the built-in uh, phono preamp in them. Right. So they interface uh, really easily into modern electronics that don't have the phono preamp on the input circuit. Right, uh, and digital outs if, for people who want to digitize their vinyl. We have USB output as well. Yep. Um, let's talk a little, let's go back in time a little bit. The last time I saw you was in Anaheim uh, before all the craziness hit. We were at the NAMM show and um, for viewers out there, Gary's really one of the mo most welcoming, nicest guys in the business. Always, always has a joke, always has a gift, always has something nice to say, and it's Shucks. always a pleasure. Yeah, look, I'm bigging you up here. Um, it's always a pleasure to meet with the audio technical people. Um, you had some updates on the wireless series this past year. Um, talk a little bit about um, your wireless systems and how that impacts the mobile DJ market. Yeah, so one of the things, if, if anyone's using wireless currently, uh, you, you probably know about the FCC situation. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you should. Exactly. So uh, recently, well, a few years ago, the FCC decided to uh, do a land grab or a airways grab and commandeer um, the 600 megahertz spectrum. So if you have a wireless that says something like 642 point something, you're operating in the 600 megahertz UHF spectrum. Um, what they did is they bought all that back from the TV stations and they relocated the TV stations. And then they gave anyone operating in this frequency band actually till July 13th um, to VAMOOS, otherwise you'd be operating illegally. And uh, one of the major cell phone carriers purchased that spectrum. So they legally own that now. Um, you are not allowed to create any interference. And as of July 13th, I think it is, it's illegal. So first thing off, we did a rebate. So if you purchase a new product, you can turn your old product in for some credit. Um, kind of in parallel with that, we had launched our new version of our 3000 series wireless. This was a very uh, key product for a lot of our event and uh, touring guys on the DJ front. It's a metal chassis, rack mount, uh, very durable, uh, very good sound quality. So we did a complete overhaul of that series. And then at NAM, uh, to even ump the ante a little bit, we now have a version which has a network port on it, which allows you to actually do frequency coordination for say events where you have multiple wireless uh, you can actually interface these with your laptop or PC utilizing what we have called AT wireless manager software. 
and it will actually do your frequency coordination and push your frequencies to your wireless themselves. So that was kind of our latest iteration of the 3000 series at the NAM show a year ago. Right, and um, hopefully we can enact all of these very soon when we can actually start going to events again. Yeah, no um, So to wrap this up, um, what have you learned from uh, this period? I mean, we've all had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to be in our own heads. What, what have you taken from this? Um, on the uh, more amusing side, having worked at Audio-Technica for a long, I, I realized I can work from home. I was very it's anxious possible. about that. Yeah. Um, I have commandeered our home's uh, studio and my wife has another office here. So uh, we're getting along well in that regard. Um, but really what, what has impressed me the most is the sense of community amongst everyone in the industry um, coming together. There's been more benefits uh, more feel-good events, um, you know, we're all supporting each other out there, and uh, it, it actually, you know, kind of uh, was uplifting in that sense. There's a, there's a lot of good things that are happening out there in, in light of the, the horrible crisis. That's true. Well, Gary Boss, thank you so much for spending the time with us, and here's all the good people at Audio-Technica, and we're looking forward to seeing you guys uh, on the live side. Yeah, right back at you. All right. Take care.